Welcome to the Truth That Matters podcast with In His Steps Ministries Executive Director Jasper Bacon and co-host David Hudson. Wherever you're listening from, we're so glad that you're joining us. In His Steps Ministries is a Christian nonprofit organization serving Madison County and surrounding communities in central Mississippi. We encourage you to check out our online platform, InHisSteps.org, where you can learn more about who we are and what we're called to do. We hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode two of the Truth That Matters podcast. I am your host, David Hudson, and as always, I have my good buddy, the Reverend Jasper Bacon, here with me. Hey, David. Good to be back, man. Episode number two, Jasper. They said it wouldn't last, but we've made it to episode number two. Oh, yeah. It's going to get better and better, David. (laughs) I'd like to first thank everybody that uh, chimed in on our first two episodes and uh, gave us feedback. It was overwhelmingly positive. Um, I think uh, a lot of people probably subscribe. We've even started getting people giving us ratings and reviews on both iTunes and Podbean. Greatly appreciate that. I cannot stress how important that is. If you like us, give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. It helps us to get uh, new listeners. So, um, But anyway, Jasper, we launched, uh, we dropped two episodes at one time, and uh, we're going to start doing this for once a month for right now, but we're going to speed that up at some point once we get our feet a little bit more wet. But were you happy with the first two? Very much so, David. I'm ready to roll, man. So uh, we kind of told you our plan um, during this is just kind of get to know Jasper and get to know the, this ministry in His Steps Ministries, uh, which you can find at inhisstepsms.org, and you can find on Facebook at In His Steps Ministries in Canton, and uh, you can find on Twitter at In His Steps MS. Um, and if you want more information, please go there. Um, if you want to donate, that's great. If you want to get involved, that's great. If you just want to pray for us, that's great. We accept any help we can get. So what we're going to do is we're going to get to know Jasper a little bit more, and we're going to have some guests on in the near future. Jasper's already got a couple of uh, really good people lined up that we're going to have on, and we're just going to grow as Jasper and our as rapport grows doing this. Uh, it's just going to get better and better. But, you know, Jasper, uh, you and I both have a face made for podcasting, wouldn't you say? You know, I've been thinking about that, David. I would have to agree. We're not what you would call face guys. Exactly. But somebody that does not have a face made for podcasting, that has a face made for the movies, is the lovely Carolyn Bacon. Carolyn, how are you? I'm doing well, David. Doing well. Now, see there, Jasper, you're going to give me some money on the side for, uh, for that. Well, you know, everyone tells me I married up. So, uh, you outkicked your coverage. Yeah, but. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, um, I have known Carolyn as long as I have known Jasper, and uh, she is a uh, just a beautiful soul inside and out, and she uh, plays a major role in, in his steps. And when you're not in his steps, you play a major role trying to control this guy, right? I tell you, it's a hard job, but someone has to do it. You're so. building up riches in heaven. <laughs> That's right. That's right. See, when you get up there, Jasper's going to get like a five-bedroom house, and then St. Peter's going to be like, you got the 20-bedroom the one down here on, on, the, in it, on the cove for putting up with him. But <laughs> we wanted to have Carolyn on here today because she is as much a part of, in his steps history as Jasper is. And um, honestly, her, her role that she's had here is very difficult uh, she balances a little all aspects of the ministry 
And uh, she's just a wonderful person to know. I've never seen her get angry or get short with anybody other than Jasper or, or <laughs> anything like that. And I've, I've, I've just always loved talking with her. And um, So we're going to get to know her. We're going to get to know a little bit more about Jasper and their relationship. But before we get on to a little more serious topics, mm-hmm. I have a surprise for y'all. We're going to play a little bit of version of The Wedding Game. Oh, okay, okay. So I've got a couple of questions for each one of you, and we'll see who knows each other the best. How's that sound? That sounds really good. Jasper, what was Carolyn wearing the first time you met her? I believe, David, she was. she's a very casual person. So if I'm not mistaken, she was wearing some, some uh, jeans, one that I love seeing her in, and, and some type of 1970s top. Okay. <laughs> Carolyn, what was Jasper wearing? Well, for sure he was wearing jeans. He always wore jeans. And uh, he had his probably his favorite shirt on. He, he loved this shirt with... Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, you're, you're, you're on it. Uh, and then the, the thing that I remember most is he had this... It was like a shark tooth, a necklace that he wore all the time. I really like that, and he did also. So, you know. Well, hey, first of all, congratulations that you both remember what the other one was wearing. Yeah. I can describe to a T what Suzanne was wearing uh-huh. the first time I met her. I don't know if she can do the same for me. So that always scores me points. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. The second question. Carolyn, what is Jasper's favorite food? Jasper loves anything that's home-cooked. Um, the, um, he's a meat and potatoes man. So as long as you have some kind of meat, potatoes, cornbread, he's good with it. Jasper, what's Carolyn's favorite food? Without a doubt, seafood. Okay. Hey, I like that. Fried, grilled, or or broiled? All of the above. Okay. All of the above. I can go go with that. Mm -hmm. All right, Carolyn, what is one thing that Jasper does that makes you want to pull your hair out? (laughs) Just one. Uh, Just one. We can be here the next week. Yeah. Um, he put things on the floor that he doesn't want to forget. So it's, um, he'll put it like right in the middle of the doorway. So you can't walk by it, he can't walk by it without remembering it. So. All right, Jasper, what's one thing Carolyn does that makes you want to pull your hair out? Well, David, <laughs> <laughs> I, to be, I don't think there's anything my wife does. You know there's there's a thing about lying in the Bible. <laughs> and lightning, you know. <laughs> Being struck by lightning, Jasper. Well, um, one thing maybe, and and she knows, we've talked about this, and everyone out there is going to agree. Uh, sometimes I feel I got competition with some of those uh, devices in the house. Mm, okay. Okay. That's a common problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All across the world. It's not <laughs> unique to you two. All right. One last one. <clears throat> okay. Tell me something funny about Jasper that people wouldn't expect. That he likes to talk at four o'clock in the morning. My man. <laughs> Same way. All right, Jasper. What do you? What is? What is something about Carolyn that most people wouldn't know that's funny? That is an excellent question, and I think maybe uh, the fact that she, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I think she enjoys being the boss. Okay. All right. 
Most people know that, though, Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we've gotten to know Carolyn and, and, and Jasper a little bit more, and uh, for those of you that do know them in person, that was probably pretty funny. Um, you guys have been married a while, right? We have. How long? 38 years. I was trying to see if he remembered David. Yeah. And y'all got married when I was seven. R- really? <laughs> 38 years. That's a long time. It is. It is. So, um, obviously, uh, you guys have had highs and lows, I'm sure, like every marriage, both in your marriage and then professionally, and so you've stuck with it and uh, should be commended for that. You definitely are on the other end of the bell curve uh, for you know length of time that yeah. marriages last. It seems like these days they don't necessarily uh, last all that long, but... When y'all started the, did y'all start the ministry together, or was it just Jasper and then you worked separately, or was this from the beginning the two of you? Well, um, are you talking about in his steps? Just yeah, uh, the, or in ministry? It, it, yeah, in his steps. Yeah, okay, in his steps, um, we started it together, but at one point in time, I. Um, took a job outside of, of the ministry mm-hmm. and was able to provide insurance and, and right. different things like that for us. So, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we started together. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, before I stepped out on this venture, David, uh, I went to Carolyn and I asked her if she would be willing to join me in this faith venture because we started from nothing. Yeah. I mean, was that tough on your marriage at the beginning? It was, and I think it was more um, financially than anything, just not knowing um, if we were going to be able to provide for our family and and probably especially for Jasper. Uh, so, yes, it, it was tough. Well, you know, kind of normally the, the, the normal way most people's lives progress is they get kind of stable and then they get married and you go, you know, you marry somebody, well, I know what they're going to do for a job, I know what I'm going to do for a job, and you kind of have an idea of what kind of income you're looking at right then. But when you go into a ministry like this, that's not the case for a long time, usually. So was that a strain for just on your marriage? Indeed it was, and I think as a man, as the, uh, the breadwinner, you might say, I wanted to make sure they were provided for, but... David, I remember times when, and I often tell this story, that um, the amount of money, donations that were being given uh, was just enough to take care of the major bills. And there were those times when I wanted to buy my children a hamburger, but I didn't have money to do it. Well, I would think that if you're running a ministry like this, that is something you can use because you've been been in the same shoes as some of the people that are coming coming here when you don't necessarily know exactly where the next meal's coming from and how much it's going to be and do you do you find yourself put do you find that you put yourself in some of these kids shoes and go I've kind of been there to, to some degree like a level of uncertainty yeah no doubt not, not only concerning salary for the ministry but Having grown up here, right, uh, I can identify with um, uh, the fa- many of the families that we serve. Um, but, David, I want to transition a little bit in that uh, it, it was hard on Carolyn also because um, she came from a, a working class, um, well-to-do family. 
And for her to go from that and also from being um, a manager uh, at a major department store, a supervisor at a major insurance company, Allstate, and then to marry a poor preacher, right? <laughs> yeah, I've driven by, I drive by Carolyn's mom's house every day on my way to work. It's a lot bigger than mine. Yeah. So, I mean, was that, was that hard for you? I mean, obviously, to some degree, you knew what you were getting into. But was that, was that harder than you thought it would be? Well, you know, David, I don't think I knew what I was getting into. You okay. know, young and, you know, just not thinking about how all of this is going to come about or, you know, I think that if I'd have known then some of the things that I would have gone to, um, might have been a little bit different, you know. Uh, but that's one of the things about the Lord. He doesn't tell you everything at once. He tells you one step, you make that step, and then he tells you the next step. So it was hard going through that, but we had to remember why we were doing what we were doing. We, we had a calling on our lives, and I think that the Lord had called us um, to that season in our life. And because of that, uh, it has really made me more appreciative of the things that we have. It made me more appreciative of the families that we serve. And one of the things that give me joy is to be able to help someone in some way. You know, I'm just as happy as long as I'm helping. So, so when you guys started this ministry, I mean, I've heard you say you basically started out of your bedroom, mm -hmm. and then you had the little office up on the square. Could either of you ever imagined would be sitting in this building on this piece of land next to another piece of land that we're going to develop into a campsite, and it's all paid for? Could y'all ever? Could you have envisioned that twenty-eight years ago? I think if the Lord had told me that, I would have gone the opposite way because I would have, you know, I would have thought about how he, how is he going to provide in that format? Because I've never seen that happen before. I've never right. seen this type of ministry in action. So it was different in that format. But I am so glad that he's carried us through the things that he has and where we are today. It's um, it's only by his grace. So, yeah. You know, we kind of joke sometimes on the board. Every time we think something negative has happened, you wait a, wait a week or so, and it turns out that wasn't a negative. It's actually a positive. A positive. I, I don't have enough yeah. fingers to count how many times <laughs> that has happened. Jasper, I mean, when you started this, I mean, could you have ever envisioned it being what it is? I mean, to some degree, which what has been done here is groundbreaking. The space program, we'll talk about that at a later, a later date. But that, to me, I've never heard of anything like that. And the success rate on it is really, really well. But also just the, the amount of capital that the place has, both in the community and with the other churches, and it, the great reputation that it has. I mean, this, could you have envisioned it all coming together like this? David, I think we all would say no. But... As we look back, we can see the, you know, the thumbprint, you know, thumbprint of God. And it's, I tell people two things. I said, this is a faith venture, right? It's a faith venture. And those early years were humbling times. Those early years were, were humbling beginnings. And, and those challenges were there, right? But I look back, David, and I say, God is good. And, mm. and the second thing I tell, often testify to is the fact that this is a, a modern-day miracle. 
that we, we have here. And, and I, I hope and pray, I wish that everyone on the call could come to Canton, Mississippi, at least mm -hmm. check out the website, right? Um, and, and see what miracles God has performed. In, and not just in, in, in a campus and another campus being built that was started out of our bedroom, but then also the lives that have been changed. Mm -hmm. It's true. And um, you guys did a great job at Christmas time with the uh, email and the bulletin that you sent out of all the success stories. Um, I thought that was extremely effective. Kids coming from various different types of backgrounds and going to college, going to grad school, uh, learning a trade, a very valuable trade, yes. make great money mm -hmm. doing some of that. Um, I thought that was extremely effective. I thought that's probably one of the more effective things. I've seen come out of here because it's showing you in person these lives were changed. And to me, when I think about that, I don't necessarily think just about their life. You've broken that cycle. So now their kids are going to start off, whereas maybe these other kids started off at home, home plate, mm -hmm. their kids may be starting off at first base yes. or even second base or even third place. Mm -hmm. Some of them will be extremely successful and so when you do that you break the cycle because that's so much of a problem from what I understand and I see is expe expectation well this is what my mom did or my dad did this is how my life is going to turn out and it's you've broken that cycle oh I can get out of here I can do something other than go to the streets and to me it's it's not just this generation that's changing you're you know I've, I've said before my father grew up in a background very similar or maybe even worse than than some of the people here and he went to french camp and became a christian in eighth grade i went to college because of that my sister went to college because of that um he broke the cycle and so i just think that's a, you know that's an amazing thing all right so jasper you said that this is a faith-based organization what exactly does that mean to you and and what do you want the listeners to take away from that yeah to to be a faith based organization is to be an organization that trusts in God for everything, okay? And, and so from the very beginning, um, we, we knew God, one, that God had called us and given us this vision, and we just began to tell the story. And I've learned that when God gives a vision and he calls you to something, and you just tell the story, tell the vision, that he has people prepared. And so uh, over the last 28 years, you know, we have not received government funding, um, but, we have watched, but we have watched God raise up people to do his work, to fulfill kingdom work. And I wanna just give you one, one example, one that blows people's minds. Um, in 2005, this organization was started in 1994. In 2005, I got a call from a businessman out of Chicago, Illinois. And this businessman said to me, uh, I, I know I've known of you and have prayed for you every day since 1979. And long story short, he and his wife gave $150,000 to buy 15 acres of land so that we could have a place to do ministry. I began to cry, weep on the phone when he said he was gonna send $150,000 to serve, serve God's kingdom. But then he said to me, uh, we want you to have not only land, but we want you to have 
a place to have cl that has classrooms and science lab and multi-purpose room and kitchen and what have you to to do all the ministries that you're doing and we're because of that we're going to send you the first two hundred thousand dollars to uh, start that building and so right at the very um, front of 2005 now we've been going since 1979 we had three hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank from someone who heard about the work of In His Steps. So yeah, it is a faith venture, has been a faith venture. And as we move into this new camp, we're trusting God again. Yeah, I think it's funny. I won't go into specifics, but uh, a couple of months ago, Jasper got a piece of something in the mail that upset him about some money and turns out the next envelope covered that. That was a, that was a <laughs> gift. Uh, that, uh, and so I've just kind of quit questioning things around here and just roll with it. <laughs> It's because it hasn't gone it hasn't gone off the rails at all, you know, in, in as long as you've had it. Carolyn, as we kind of wrap this up toward the end, um, there's a lot of ways for people to get involved here. What 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 are some of them that, that people can do? I think that uh, first of all, you can pray for us. That's one of the things that have sustained us over all of these years is the prayer of um, brothers and sisters in Christ and and. Um, the other thing that you can get involved, come see us. Um, we always need volunteers, and people are always asking me, what, what do you need as far as volunteer, you know, people to do whatever. And one of the things that I've said, and I think it's really important, that our kids need to be exposed. So if it's something that you like to do or a hobby that you have that you'd be interested in sharing with our kids, I think that that would be a good thing. And then the other thing is to get uh, involved financially. Of course, we can't do this ministry without money. And so um, I think there are three ways that you can get involved. So, One of the things that impressed me about Jasper mm -hmm. was uh, when I first met him, we were, we were talking and about how to get involved and everything. And, you know, Jasper's not a person that goes and, and pushes people toward the financial thing. He just says, get involved. And he told me one time, he said, you know, God calls people to contribute to the Red Cross. He calls people to contribute to uh, foreign missions. Right. He calls now people to contribute it. to, you know, the homeless. Mm -hmm. The people are out there that God has called to contribute to here. We just have to, we just have to come across them. And that, you know, that always happens. Yeah. Um, I can tell you if you if you you know most of the people that listen to this aren't from Mississippi and and, and may never come here, but uh, if if you do live in the area, um, give any steps a call if you're interested in coming to see this beautiful building. Like you said, science labs. I mean that science lab and there's better than one I had in high school. Uh, we teach coding here, which is a big thing. We have a great basketball facility. Uh, I would say probably the nicest one that's not in a school anywhere around here. And that is a great ministry. And we'll talk to Christian Howard at some point down the line. Uh, he's the sports ministry director. And then we just bought a property for a campsite. You know, and Jasper has told me things over the years that really kind of break my heart, things that I've never, fortunately, never had to think about or deal with. And, you know, he said a lot of these kids never really left Canton before. They've never had an opportunity to go to a camp. Now, our campsite is slap in the middle of Canton, <laughs> but when you're there, you feel as if you're out in the country, the way the, the tree lines and stuff are. And so what we want to do with that is expose kids to things like fishing, uh, archery, riding horses. Um, 
we have, you know, going to have a really nice pond out there. We're going to have some cabins. And uh, one of the things I think that's very interesting, and I, I said this to Jasper when we bought the property, is an antebellum home on that property. That thing was built before the Civil War in Mississippi. And look what it's doing now. That's right. Hmm. I think people understand what I'm talking about there. Uh, that's, that's interesting. It's a beautiful old home. We're going to do some work on it. Uh, if you're interested in, in helping us with that and you live in the area, we'll take your help if you'd like to help financially. Uh, Jasper, is that kind of your vision for, for the campsite? I think you summed it up well, David. Yep. So we're really looking forward to that. Uh, in closing, what do y'all think are the key, re- key, key things to keeping a healthy marriage? Well, I'll start it off. Um, I believe every healthy marriage has had some glue that held it together. And the glue that has held our marriage together is Jesus Christ. And, and I think, and then of course, commitment, right? There has to be commitment to the Lord and to each other. And I will tell you that I've said to my wife, if she ever decides to leave me, David, I'm packing a suitcase and going with her. <laughs> Carolyn, do you have any tips on a successful marriage? I, I think he um, kind of put it in a nutshell. but um, It just I think would be nice if he didn't keep stuff on the floor and you trip over it all the time. Yes, that, you know, but... Um, We'll just kind of deal with that. You know, if that's his only um, only bad trait, I, I think I can deal with that one. But, uh, yeah. Well, Carolyn, yeah, it was nice having you on. I told you it was going to be easy. Yeah, you did. This isn't intimidating yeah. or scary. Yeah. And, Jasper, we're done with episode number two. <laughs> We've got uh, big ideas going forward. Are you, are you having a good time? Having a good time, man. And, you know, thank you for uh, hosting all of this and – so we're I can talk, Jasper. It's not hard. <laughs> Nobody's ever accused me of, of being quiet. I uh, do want to tell everybody to uh, follow us, uh, like I said, uh, on Facebook, Any Steps Ministries in Canton, Mississippi. Uh, AnyStepsMS.org is the website. And uh, follow us on Twitter with In His Steps. And if you want to get to uh, know more about us, hit us up on those links. You can direct messages. Um, People around here are pretty quick to respond to a message, and uh, if not, just pray for us. And this 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 podcast isn't here asking, begging for money. It's just asking you to get involved. If you so feel inclined, that's fine. Or if you want to help us out around here, uh, we can put you to work. And like Carolyn said, I think exposing kids to different things, uh, different potential occupations uh, and hobbies is is really really good. And uh, we do a good job here teaching coding, and that's never going to go away. So, well, we also have a virtual um, a virtual drawing class. Um, we have some friends out of California, animator uh, animators from Disney that have um, come on board. They can't be here, but uh, each Sunday afternoon we get on Zoom and they teach an art class. So it's been. Really good exposure for our kids. We see them developing their drawing skills, and so we're excited about that. So even if you don't live in the area, if there's something that you would like to be a part of, you know, 
we can always, with the pandemic, Zoom was a big thing. We can always do that. Even and Jasper so, learned how to use Zoom. It that's took him, right. It took him close to two years. <laughs> like, he's just now getting where he can operate it. But, you know, uh, one thing I do want to say, if you'd like to get involved, uh, if you have a church youth group that would like a summer mission project or spring break mission project, we have, what, four churches that come every year. Is that right? Three at Three. this point. Three. Yes. Yeah. And they've been coming a long time. And what I think is interesting, each one of them does something a little differently. Yeah. Um, you know, we, ha- we have the, the sports camps. We have the, uh, the vacation, ma- Bible school. vacation Bible school. We have the math stuff. Right. And then we have a group that goes into the community and, and helps people in the surrounding area if they need a shutter put up or, you know, something done on their roof. And so everybody has different talents for a reason. And so uh, if you're a church youth director or a minister, Hit us up. We'll find a way to put you to work. Uh, Carolyn, thank you again. This was a lot of fun. You'll be on again at some point. Oh, okay. We'll have you okay. on again at some point. You're going to be a ratings hit and go ahead and tell you right now. <laughs> and and Jasper, as always, uh, I enjoy doing this with you. I feel like uh, I feel like this is kind of our calling to do this. So we're just going to get on the wave and ride it. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for this uh, episode, and we will see you for the next one. Take care. Mm-hmm.